Hello everyone, welcome to Adoption Adventures. Thank you as always for tuning in, joining me on uh, on this lovely, lovely day to, uh, to listen to uh, the weekly musings from, uh, from our family to yours. Um, so, it is coming up to exam season for little dude. Now, what that means at present is it's um, mocks and sort of trial exams. And essentially for the next six months, I imagine that that's all his life will look like. Exam, 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 exam. Um, in preparation for his A-levels. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, now, traditionally, Little Dude has been an absolute terror, horror, pain in the what's-it when it comes to getting him to actually knuckle down and do any revision or studying. Um, and that has been an absolute pain. Now, fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know how you want to look at it, um, he had his mm, A version of Mox. Um, I don't know if it was his actual mocks, or he had, he had some exams, and as a result, he didn't get very strong results. Um, and then, because of that, up until that point, we'd kind of um, taken the approach of, look, you're becoming more mature now, you're more of an adult, you need to understand that your life is in your hands, we would advise that you revise, um, but if you're not going to, well then, suffer the consequences and see what happens. When the results came through, um, he worked very hard to say to us, no, you're reading it wrong. It doesn't mean that. It means this. Um, he has p- tried to pull this nonsense for quite some time now, and it has never worked. Um, now, I will confess that the schools or the college's sort of reporting system sucks um, because and I'm sure I've spoken about this before, um, the way that it is presented is, oh, um, he's currently achieving a C, but he's predicted an A. Now, what Little Do does is he looks at that and goes, oh my goodness, like, I did really, really, um, sort of, not great in that exam, but I'm still at this level, I'm going to get an A. How awesome is my life? Our response to that is absolutely not. That is not what the report is saying. The report is saying that you have the ability and the capability to get an A. However, the way that you have just presented is at a C grade. You are not going to get an A if you carry on at the rate that you are going. Like I say, because of the way that the information is presented, little dude is able to present this in any way that he likes and read it however he likes and he can interpret the data to make it sound a lot like he wants to. This has been an ongoing battle and a trial and tribulation for years. Um, I have spoken to heads of year, heads of school, department heads, no one is listening to what I'm saying there and little dude is loving life because he is able to right on this cloud of possibility and hope. Um, that is obviously incredibly frustrating as a parent. And I don't know if other parents suffer the, the same um, because of this. Maybe it is just me. 
What did happen, however, is Dad and I, when we looked at those results, we were like, no, do you know what? We've stepped back, we've given you a little bit of breathing room and you've messed it up. So what we're now going to do is we are going to go back to how we were and we're going to insist on things and we're going to be a little bit more difficult with you. Um, so we all agreed that we would start putting in a revision timetable and revision plan for him. Um, and we would just make sure that he was dedicating time to his studies instead of dedicating time to his, and I quote, chill time. I'm sorry, what is it you need to chill from? Now I know probably a lot of you are thinking, oh come on, you know when you were that age you wanted to have some downtime and some chill time. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, I do. But, two things here. One, I'm a hypocrite. Two, he can do so much better than I can. And a third, I still did a lot of the work that he was doing and tried my absolute best. Not as much as I'm asking him to try and push himself, but he is better at me this than me. So I think he should. I know I'm a hypocrite, but I've just said that, so deal with it. Um, so I'm asking that he does this, Dad's asking that he does this, and we've, we've set a revision plan and we're sort of pushing him to stick to it and adhere to it, and he fought us a bit, but he has done better. Um, we've then, we've then sort of like been put in the situation of We've been told that at school he is constantly using his phone. He's got a new girlfriend who I've mentioned previously and is looking to talk to her regularly. Understandable, yep, I get it, young love and all that, blah, blah, blah. The problem is, like I said to you, I think last week, it's coming up to crunch time. So I understand young love and I genuinely do. And I understand how that can sort of like overtake everything, but actually it's crunch time and it's, it's time to really knuckle down. So we've had to start monitoring a lot of little dudes, um, phone usage. Now we've let him know that we were going to be doing this. Um, we've explained to him that, you know, being spoken to by the school and being told by several teachers that this is an actual problem means that we're going to have to do something about it. And we've, we've had to sort of, we started off quite basic and quite sort of generic with our checks and regulations and stuff. But it was very much like Pandora's box. As soon as you open it, you can't close that box. And as soon as we started sort of scratching the surface of this, more and more and more problems were arising and developing. And it was horrendous because we were seeing that late into the evening, he'd be going on social media um, and he'd be using social media for stupid things. Um, and 
I, I know that young people do this, but we were talking to him about um, Snapchat. Uh, those of you that don't know Snapchat, it's a horrendous app um, where you can send images and messages to another person and they are erased instantly after being read unless someone makes a specific effort to save them in the chat. Um, young people do this because once again it's their beautiful way of not having any accountability for their actions. They can just get on, say whatever they want to say and they can just move on past it. They don't realise that actually these messages, they don't just disappear, they are still stored. Um, but lo and behold, little dude had spoke to us about how he'd been using it and how you just start chatting to random people and there are ways that you can connect with local people and exchange details and just start chatting to local people. I understand just how old I sound. I, I understand this. But my goodness, the more he explained about this, the more frustrated, scared and anxious I became. Because he, along with millions of other young people, are just putting themselves out there and just talking to complete random strangers who they know nothing about and then they start swapping messages. Now, I'm, I'm not an idiot. I'm fairly confident that some of these messages, if not all of these messages, have some form of romantic connotation or indeed, like, a, a silly connotation. These are not people that you are connecting with to build a friendship with. Now, little dude will often say, oh, no, 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 that's exactly what we're doing. No, no, no. I am not that naive. I am not that much of an idiot. I do not believe that that is what's happening. Um... And I find it infuriating when young people try to explain what's going on and then act as if me, this old fuddy-duddy, has no knowledge of the poxy world. Like, I know what you're doing. We all used to do it, but we did it in bars. So at least we knew who we were talking to in as much as we saw what they looked like. They're granted. We didn't know their background. We didn't know their history. But we, you know, had the opportunity to at least get to know them a bit before making any stupid decisions. It's not to say that we didn't make stupid decisions. We've all been there. We've all done that. Um, maybe one time I'll tell you about the time when I genuinely feared that I was going to be murdered when I met a stranger. Not tonight, though, guys. Um, I, I genuinely got really, really scared when little dude started talking to us about this activity and we then started sort of like saying right well we need to monitor this we can't let that happen and before we knew it dad and i were being very sensitive and very dramatic about all of these things and we're very nervous about all of little dude's sort of phone activity um and then, and I'm, I know that I spoke to you about this ages ago, the app 
Yubo or whatever it was called. Again, like we banned that in the end because that was just a recipe for disaster. Um, it, I, I can't understand. <laughs> I can't understand how all of these apps are sort of continuing to build from strength to strength to strength through this world of inaccountability and just such high risk such high risk um so so obviously like i said we've then started to talk about right okay we need to restrict this we need to manage that blah, blah, blah. start talking to little dude and he's listening and he's engaging and then as we're doing this we're like, right, okay we've had a good conversation it's been heard we feel like we've, we've made some headway brilliant two two nights ago um dad gets an alert on his phone to say that little dude is using his phone about half past 11 um on the eve of his first um mock exam he's using his phone and he's on social media um tiktok so obviously goes into the room takes the phone off of him following day we have a conversation the little dude's like yeah do you know what yeah sorry but i was you'll like this i was struggling to sleep so i put on tiktok because it just helps me fall asleep i actually think that he thinks we are morons <laughs> um but he says these things and you're like, you cannot honestly believe that I'm falling for this crap. But he does. Um, so we push it back and we fight it and go, no, you're being ridiculous. Um, and then, right, okay. So then last night he was like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to bed and you know, I'm just going to watch something and then, and then go to bed. And I said, okay. Give me your phone. What do you mean, give me my phone? I was like, well, I said, we'll keep talking to you about this. I said, we've talked to you about it several times. I said, and you just keep abusing our trust. I'm really sorry, but I'm afraid. We've tried the nice approach. We've tried talking with you. We've tried conversing and treating you like an adult, but you just continue to treat us like mugs. And that's just not okay. It's it's unfair that you keep treating us this way. So, unfortunately, you're pushing me into a situation where I've now got to put some checks and measures in place and put some punishments in place. You know, the conversations just aren't cutting the mustard anymore. So I'm now going to have to punish you as if you were a younger child. Um, he said, oh, but I want to text my girlfriend. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You should have thought about that. I'm afraid it's time to actually 
suffer some consequences from silly actions. As you can imagine, he was furious with this. He felt that he'd been completely poorly treated, unfairly treated. But we did it. So, um, so right, okay, that's fine, done. So then today I go to work, I come home, and uh, <laughs> little dude's phone is next to dad who is working downstairs. I'm like, oh, what's, uh, what's going on here? So, well, I was just working, um, you know, he's, he's on a study day. And I got a notification that he was on social media. And he was on social media for 30 minutes when he should have been revising. So, so I had to go upstairs and take it off of him. And he responded, I don't know how that happened. It must have been going off in the background. Again, pretty certain he thinks we're idiots. Um, so again, we've had to do the same. And I've, I've just... I've just driven him to cadets and I've just spoke to him and said, look, I'm, I'm really upset because I feel like we're, we're having to come down so hard on him at the moment and, and sort of like put so many rules, checks, and measures in place that we're actually not giving him any room to breathe. I said, but dude, I said, you're putting us in this position. I said, because you're treating us like crap and you're treating us like idiots. I said, and it's just not okay. Um, I said, but what are we supposed to do here? I said, how are we supposed to build trust? How are we supposed to grow here? When you're just literally doing everything in your power to abuse our trust and to make us struggle with you. Um, and he was like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Do I understand? You've got to do what you've got to do. And I was like, I said, mate, look, you're putting us in a really difficult position. I spoke with Dad and he was like, you know, do you think that maybe he's actually, one of a better term, obsessed with his phone? I said, yeah, I absolutely do. I said, but now find me a 17-year-old that's not. And... And it's really, really challenging because as parents, you've got to lay down the law. You've got to sort of put put sort of things in place to help your kids. But as they get older, you've got to start treating them like adults. You know, in, in six months' time, little dude's moving out. He's going to be living on his own. I, I'm not going to be there to monitor this sort of thing. So you're kind of stuck in this difficult position where you're like, oh, well, do I, do I put these strict measures in place knowing that I'm teaching him how to do it when it's time for him to be an adult? Or, or is, it, is it that you're kind of fighting a losing battle? There's literally no point doing what we're doing because... In six months' time, he's he's moving out, and he'll be doing his own thing. So, what do you do? And I think this is um, this is a real challenge. It's a real challenge for when you're sort of a parent of 
of a child this age because you've still got to be a parent but you're moving into a place where you're not becoming a friend but you're getting on you're you're engaging you're talking about things on a more mature level you're treating them more maturely and and you're accepting that they are young adults and for all intents and purposes they are still children they're still so so young and so naive and able to make so many mistakes and that really really scares me um and you feel like you like i feel like i want to be in full control but know that i'm not allowed to be in full control um and i've got to let him make mistakes but in the same breath there are certain mistakes that he's making you think no i've gotta i've gotta come in and save you from this and it's just it's vile it's absolutely vile um so yeah that's uh that's that's the challenge of the week we're stuck in this rock and a hard place of having to really really sort of bring in harsh harsh punishments and and whatnot but I actually feel like we're, we're not sure how much damage or indeed how much good we're doing um we're doing it all for the right reasons and we're talking to him and we're letting him know um but we don't know how this will sort of ha- what sort of effects this is going to have i guess time will tell um but he just keeps making really silly mistakes and I'd love to I'd love to know that that was coming to an end. I'd love to know that he was coming to a point where he was like, actually, do you know what what I'm about to do? That's pretty stupid. I really want I really want to know that his conscience is working. <laughs> um so yeah, that's uh that's where we're at at the moment. Um my fingers are crossed that I'm gonna be sort of like shown very soon. Just just how silly I am to worry about these things and that actually everything's going to be fine. Um, he is doing well on his revision. He's working hard on his revision. That is lovely. That is wonderful. Um, let's hope that that continues, continues on. Um, let's see what happens, shall we? My fingers are crossed. Okay. Well, thank you as always for listening to my ramblings. If uh, if what I've said has given you food for thought and made you think, oh, actually, I'm uh, I, I've got an opinion on this, uh, then please just uh, get in touch. Always good to hear from you. Um, and yeah, I'll chat to you again soon.